Welcome back to the Pearls and Pearls podcast. I'm your host, Peter Kay. In today's episode, we're touching on relationships. I always find whenever I do a podcast episode on relationships, there always seems to be more listeners, more streams, and I can tell that people love love. We love love. I love love. <laughs> and if you're listening, you probably love love or you're interested in topics about relationships and I always kind of find that whenever I do these episodes there always seems to be a boost in streams but in any case I actually spoke a little bit about this topic a couple of weeks ago on my Instagram stories I just had random thought and I just thought let me share it and I had put a poll asking if people would want me to do a podcast episode kind of exploring a little bit more about some of the the thoughts and ideas that I had so here we are as requested So in this episode, I mainly want to focus on two main things. So struggle, love and relationship projection. But firstly, I want to define what struggle love is, in my opinion. I haven't checked if there's a definition. It's quite a colloquial term, so I don't think there really is a proper one. But I will kind of put one together and we'll kind of use that as a lens for the conversation. But feel free to expand on it as we get into the conversation. For me, when I think of struggle love, I think of relationships that are chaotic, unhealthy, toxic, forced, and they may even have elements of abuse in the relationship. So for me, that is what struggle love is. The relationship is forced. It doesn't flow naturally. And typically in a relationship that I would define as struggle love, you may find that there's one person that's putting in the effort and another person that really couldn't care less. There's one person that's the driving force of the relationship and the other person is relaxed. The relationship isn't really a priority and they're pretty much just coasting. When you watch programs about like toxic relationships, you'll typically find that is struggle love in your face. They're often quite toxic, they're often quite chaotic, you're together today, you break up tomorrow, or maybe you don't constantly break up, but you always have very heated arguments, heated disagreements, but maybe sometimes those heated arguments even cross the boundaries beyond what is healthy and unhealthy in terms of the relationship. So for me, that's what I would kind of say struggle love is. Like I said, feel free to explore in your mind and of course build upon the definition that I said. The reason that I wanted to speak about struggle love is because I really believe that this generation, there are so many of us that have such a warped view of relationships, a very unhealthy, selfish, toxic view of what relationships should look like. So many of us grew up in homes that we saw toxic relationships between our parents. Maybe we had an absent father, absent mother, or perhaps your parents were together, but their relationship was very toxic or very unhealthy. There was a lot of struggle of elements in your parents' relationship. Unfortunately, in most of my interactions with people and people that I know personally, most of us, we haven't grown up with healthy relationships between our parents. Most of us, we haven't grown up seeing our parents in a healthy, happy relationship. Most times it's quite the opposite. And I know that for so many of us in this generation, younger and even older, we want better for ourselves. But just having that desire to want a better and healthier relationship is only the start. So many of us, we we know what we don't want. We know what we want. But the way that we're navigating through our relationships is not going to lead us to where we want to get to. It's easy to say you want to be in a healthy relationship. But if you are not aligning yourself and making decisions that are going to allow you to build a relationship that is going to be healthy, it's not going to just happen just because you desire it. And unfortunately, many of us are in this cycle of struggle love. You enter a relationship, maybe you're with the person a couple of years, 
but the relationship just doesn't seem to work out. And of course, not every relationship is going to work out. Not every person you date is going to be the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. But I do think it's important that as you are dating, as you are getting to know someone, that you're quite reflective in the process of that. If you're in a relationship that doesn't work out, it's really important to take time to really reflect on why it didn't work out. Perhaps you lacked compatibility. Perhaps you just ended the relationship amicably. But it's important for you to really assess yourself and think, you know, why didn't it work out? Just because a relationship didn't work out doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you are toxic and or that even that that person was toxic per se. You may just not have been a good fit for each other and that is okay. But I think it's important for us to really take time to reflect. It's easy to hop from relationship to relationship and to just think all men are trash, all women are trash, but not to take that time and take that step back really to look in the mirror to look at ourselves and see, you know, what can I do differently? What is it that I actually want? What do I want in a relationship? What are some of my fears? What are some of my toxic traits? It's easy to point the finger and, you know, to look at other people's flaws and their traits that are negative, but it's important for us to be aware of ourselves. Like self-awareness is so important. And unfortunately in relationships, a lot of the times we lack that. It's easy for us to see the flaws in our partner or potential partner, but sometimes it can take a lot more courage (laughs) and it can be a challenge for us to admit our own flaws, our own mistakes or own weaknesses, should I say. And it's easy for us to fall into those cycles of struggle love when we are not being transparent with ourselves or when we are not being transparent with the people we're dating. I think one of the main reasons that people are in relationships that I would define as struggle love is because they lack compatibility with that person. Sometimes there's one person in the relationship that wants one thing and the other person wants something completely different. And if you are both not going in the same direction in the sense that you want the same thing from the relationship, You may not want the same thing per se in life, but in terms of the relationship, you both need to be on the same page. You both need to want and desire and be working towards the same thing. I'll give you an example. Let's say there's two people in a relationship. One person wants to get married within the next two to three years and the other person wants to get married, but in about 10 years time or or just whenever they feel the time is right. Now you can already see that there's gonna be some contention. You know, if marriage is is really important to the person that wants to get married in the next two to three years, and then for the other person, it's really just maybe a third or fourth priority on their list. There's definitely gonna be some clashes in the relationship, and there's definitely an area that I'd say that they lack compatibility in. You definitely have to be on the same page in this regard. You both need to be working towards the same thing in your relationship. And when you're in cases that this is not the case, maybe you want marriage or you want a committed relationship, but that person still wants to go out and see other people and mingle with other people, but perhaps that isn't what you want. If you then continue that relationship, just hoping that the person's gonna change their mind or that you'll be able to convince them or you'll be able to get them to see things from your view, you are really running the risk of getting your heart broken. You are really running the risk of wasting your time in a relationship that really and truly you probably shouldn't be in. Unfortunately, there are many relationships where there are incompatibilities between the couples on important and fundamental life decisions, life choices, and goals. And a lot of the times, these are the things, those incompatibilities on things such as having children, how you want to rear your children, faith and spirituality, finances, how you want to manage your finances, what are your long-term goals in terms of finances, what is your outlook on life, your relationship with your family, those sorts of things, a lot of the time, it's those incompatibilities 
incompatibilities that really place a huge strain on the relationship. Also thinking about what your relationship goals are, what your desires are for a relationship, what a healthy relationship looks like to you. When there's incompatibilities for those fundamental things, and I really want to stress the fact that fundamental, important life things, you know, these are the things I'm referring to. Of course, you may like different types of movies, different types of music, films, etc., that is fine. You don't need to like everything. Being compatible does not mean that you're the same person. It doesn't mean that you want exactly the same things in life. But the key thing is that those fundamental deal breakers are in line, are compatible. They may not be the same, but they are compatible. They work together. You're able to come to a compromise together that both of you are happy with because you're always going to find in your relationship that you're not going to agree on everything. There's going to be things that you are going to clash on. You're not going to agree on. You're going to have different opinions. But what's important when you are compatible is that you're able to work together and make a compromise that you're both happy with. You're able to work together for the better of your relationship. And this is where that compatibility element is important. You've got to think, am I compatible with the person that I'm with? Am I compatible with this person I'm dating? Perhaps you're in a relationship and maybe you're constantly finding that you are in this cycle of struggle of, you're constantly making up and breaking up and you've got to ask yourself, are we really compatible? I think also another important thing to think about is character. What is this person's character like? When you are dating someone, when you commit yourself to someone, whether that's in a committed relationship, a marriage, whatever, you are committing yourself to that person's character. You are dating their character. You are marrying their character. You're not just marrying their status and their possessions or or their visions and aspirations. You're marrying their character. You're marrying who that person is right now. And I think character is often something that we take for granted. A lot of the times when we've got our list of the things we want in a relationship, things we want in a partner, a lot of the time we forget that having a good character is also important because you may find someone that's earning six figures, seven, figures, eight figures, whatever, but maybe their character is trash. Maybe that person is a liar. They're unfaithful. They're constantly lying. They're a pathological liar. You don't know whether they're telling you the truth or not. Perhaps that person is not faithful. They're constantly cheating emotionally, physically, in any way you can think. And these things are also important. You want to be with someone that you feel safe with, that you can trust, that you can allow yourself to be vulnerable with. Having an intimate relationship with someone requires vulnerability and we're only really able to let our guard down when we feel comfortable with someone, when we know that we can trust them. And honestly, trust right now is the biggest commodity. It's so hard to trust. It's so hard to trust in someone's character because at the end of the day, as humans, we're all flawed and we're all capable of making mistakes. We're all capable of doing horrendous things and trusting someone, especially when you don't know what the future holds, can be so super hard. Making the decision, for example, to get married is not something that you should take lightly because you are, like I said, you are marrying that person's character. Don't just look at the outside. Don't just look at the body. Don't just look at the country they're from. Listen, you are marrying the character. The body can change. It can get better. It can get worse. But the character, the core of who that person is, this is what you also need to pay attention to. In a lot of struggle love relationships, what tends to happen is that sometimes those superficial elements, you know, that attraction that was there, maybe you really liked each other, you grew up together, so you've known each other for a long time, and perhaps the superficial aspects kind of drew you together. But when you got into the relationship, you realize that "Mm, it's not really working. 
But again, sometimes it can be really hard to make that decision to end a relationship when you've put so much time into it. Now, I'm not saying that looks aren't important. I'm not saying that the culture the person's from and being culturally compatible is not important because that is important, right? But what I wanna emphasize is the fact that character, that person's character is who you're gonna date. When you're having an argument with that person, a disagreement with that person, you are arguing with their character. You're not arguing with their job, you know, with their career. You are arguing, you're disagreeing with their character. And it's so important for you, if you are single, to really ensure that you look for someone that has a good character, someone that's honest, some not someone that's perfect because no one's perfect, right? But someone that is authentic, is real, is open, is honest, someone who is willing to change because we all have things we need to change. And also you as a person, you've also got to make sure that you're working on your own character. It's all well and good for you to be like, oh, I want someone that has a good character, but really you got to check your own. Have you got a good character? Are you someone that is honest? Or are you someone that, you know, you're not necessarily transparent about certain things maybe when you're dating you hide certain aspects of your past because you don't want the person to know and I'm not saying that you need to bear all your cards on the table as soon as you get to know someone of course transparency and building that vulnerability takes time and also people need to work for your trust you know you're not going to trust someone overnight that has to be built but when you are getting to a stage where that person's being open and honest with you it's also important for you to do the same transparency goes both ways vulnerability goes both ways so if that's something you're expecting from someone you have to be willing to give it anything that you're going to be expecting in a partner you've got to be willing to work to develop that thing in yourself because it's very easy to put everything that you desire into a person and if that's your case you are destined for disappointment because no one is perfect there is no perfect person there is no perfect partner but what is important is finding someone who's compatible with you A healthy relationship isn't a perfect relationship because there is no such thing. But what is important is that you are both willing to work on yourselves and you're both willing to work together to make your relationship work. If you have one person who's willing to put in the work and the other person who really couldn't care less and they're very nonchalant when it comes to the relationship, you're gonna struggle. You're gonna be the one that's gonna carry that relationship. And the person that's doing all the work is gonna end up feeling very frustrated, very bitter, resentful. And it's either they're gonna continue in that relationship, being unhappy, being unfulfilled, or they're gonna get to a stage where they're gonna end the relationship. So it's really important to ensure that you're both on the same page. And even if you're not on the same page, working to get to a place where you are. Because there's definitely gonna be moments where you're not necessarily on the same page, but it's really just a matter of working together. Another factor that tends to influence struggle love is a lack of maturity, whether that's emotional maturity or even just the way that you deal with conflict, the way that you deal with people. If you have one or both people in the relationship who are both very immature, and immature doesn't necessarily mean young, you could be older in age, but very, very immature when it comes to relationships, when it comes to how you deal with day-to-day problems and how you deal with people. In a relationship, you are going to get on each other's nerves. You are going to trigger each other. It may not necessarily be intentional, but things that you say or do or don't do or say may trigger your partner in some way. You're gonna have disagreements. What's important is that you're both willing to be mature about things. If you're the kind of person that when someone upsets you, you give them the silent treatment for a week, 
that's not really going to help you to develop a healthy relationship. That's really going to put a very huge strain on the relationship. If you're the kind of person that perhaps you have unresolved anger issues and when you get angry, you become a completely different person and you're not consciously working to improve that, you're not consciously working on bettering yourself in that area, that is going to have a huge impact on your relationship. You're going to get into a stage where your partner is afraid of you, where your partner can't truly be open and honest with you because they're constantly worrying about how you're going to react. And being in a relationship where you have to walk on eggshells is never a good sign or a good place to be. And a lot of the time, the person that feels like they're walking on eggshells, there's going to come a point where they're going to reach their breaking point. And it's either the relationship is going to implode completely or the relationship is just going to disintegrate and it's not going to work out. So it's really important that there's a working level of maturity on both parts. I really want to emphasize on the fact that it takes two. It takes two to build a healthy relationship. It's not a one-sided thing. It takes two. You both have to be willing to put in the effort. And if you're dating someone that right now that's not really their priority. That is okay. I think the problem is sometimes because you see the potential in someone or you like them or you have feelings for them, you may even try to force it simply because of that. But if you're not compatible, if you're not on the same page, if you both don't desire the same thing, that love that you have now is going to turn to resentment when you get to a stage where you see that the relationship is not growing and developing in the way that you want it to. Now, I want to segue a little bit into relationship projection. It's so easy for us to project our own experiences onto other people, good and bad, right? Quite often we project the negative. (laughs) So I want to kind of focus a little bit more on that. It's very easy for us to project our own negative experiences in relationships. So for example, let's say you've been cheated on in every relationship you've been in, or you've been with people that have been unfaithful in some way, maybe not necessarily physically, but maybe they've been unfaithful emotionally, or you've been in abusive relationships, or you've been in relationships where that person was not real with you, they weren't honest with you, and they wasted your time. Maybe they told you that they wanted to be in a committed relationship, but this was not the case. So it's easy for us to project those experiences that we've had onto other people. Maybe when you're giving advice to your friends, maybe they've not even asked you for advice, but you know, as you do when you have conversations with your friends or your family or your colleagues or whomever you're speaking to, we often share our experiences, we often share our thoughts. I think often when we're comfortable and we're we're in the motions of the conversation, we don't really think about that. We kind of just offload. But it's really important to ensure that you're not projecting your own negative experiences onto other people. And equally, if you are the listener, it's important for you to not take everything that people say as gospel because we all have our own experiences. And even for you, if you have grown up seeing negative relationships around you or you've experienced them yourself, that doesn't necessarily mean that that is the end and be all of relationships. It doesn't. You can break the cycle. Even if every single person that you know is in a toxic and unhealthy relationship, that does not have to be your reality. That does not mean that all relationships are toxic, that all relationships are unhealthy, that all relationships are forced, are struggle. No, that is not the case. One thing I really want to emphasize is that your relationship is what you and your partner make it. I was going to say what you make it, but it isn't. (laughs) Your relationship is going to be what you and your partner make it to be because it takes two minimum. The other, if you believe in God, then you can say it takes three. But if you don't, it takes at least two people to make that relationship work. You and your partner as a base, as the foundation 
as the fundamental, you both need to be willing to make that relationship work. And I know how difficult it is. Sometimes it's so easy for you to kind of look at what you've been through or look at what you've seen and to allow the fears of that to make you think that it's never going to happen for you, that you're never going to be happy in a relationship or you'll never be able to get married or your relationship, you know, is just going to end in divorce. It's so easy to allow the traumas that we've experienced or even seen other people experience. It's easy for us to take that on board as our own. It's important for us not to allow other people's traumas or even our own to remain in our present, to influence our future relationships. And I think it's also important to understand that when you're coming into a romantic relationship with someone, when you're trying to build a committed relationship together, you're both bringing your own baggage. You're both bringing your own ideas, your expectations, your hopes, your dreams, your needs, your weaknesses, your wants, <laughs> your your strengths. You're both bringing different things to the table. And some of the things that you're bringing are gonna work perfectly together. Other things are gonna clash. Other things are gonna cause you to repel in some ways. And it's really important to develop communication. If you're someone that you're not good at communicating your feelings, this is definitely something that you're going to need to learn to work on because you can't expect your partner to be a mind reader. So many times we think to ourselves, oh, well, they should know what I'm thinking or feeling. That's not reality. Your partner's not a mind reader. (laughs) You have to learn to articulate your feelings. You have to learn to articulate your thoughts and your ideas with the person that you're with. It's really unfair for you to put all of that pressure onto that person for them to understand you but let's be real sometimes we don't even understand ourselves so it's important for us to constantly be working on ourselves personal development is only something you can do for yourself hence personal right that's why it's called personal development it's not your partner developing you it is personal development there's certain things that only we can change about ourselves And when you get into a relationship, your partner is also going to be affected by your baggage in some way, perhaps in the way that you treat them, in the way you speak to them, the way that you interact in your relationship. So this is why it's important for us to constantly be working on ourselves. We're never going to be perfect. We're always going to have issues that we need to work through. But it's important for you to be aware of that because when you're joining your life with someone else, you want to ensure that you're going to be a blessing to them. It's great for us to desire someone who's going to add to our lives, someone who's going to help us to get to the next level but it also needs to be the same for the other person as well so just to kind of summarize my thoughts a little bit as I kind of wrap up this episode a healthy relationship is built and it takes two people to do the work to make that happen there's definitely going to be moments in your relationship where maybe one person's given a hundred percent the other person's given 70 percent as an example 50 40 20 10 For whatever reason, you may go through experiences where one of you is sick, you're going through a difficult moment, someone is suffering with their mental health, going through depression. There's going to be moments in your relationship where it isn't going to be 50-50, isn't going to be everyone's giving their 110%. And I think it is important to be realistic in that aspect because there are going to be moments where maybe you're given a little bit more and the person's given a little bit less. But this is why it's important to be able to build that intimacy with that person, to build up that vulnerability where you can be open and honest with each other about what you're going through about your feelings when it comes to the relationship so that you can both establish an understanding of where you are and the last thing I want to remind you of is that healthy love exists being in a healthy relationship is very much possible despite what you may have grown up seeing I didn't grow up seeing a healthy and happy marriage I didn't see that unfortunately I saw the opposite 
but I was very determined when I got married to do things differently. And it started before I even went down the altar. It started from before I got with my husband. It started with myself. I knew I had a lot of fears. I knew that I had a lot of things that I didn't want to happen for me. And I had a lot of fears and I did find it very difficult to open up about my feelings. So these were things that I had to work on. I had to work on my trust issues. I had to work on my own traumas, but it was something that I was intentional about doing because I didn't want to be a burden to anyone and I didn't want anyone to come into my life and be a burden to me. It is very much possible. It doesn't matter what you've been through. It doesn't matter what you've experienced or even what the pattern is in your family. You can be the one to break it. A healthy and happy relationship is possible and you are deserving of that. Sometimes we may even feel that we don't deserve to be happy in love. And as a result, it's easy for you to just accept a bit of attention from someone attention isn't enough. Commitment. There's so many other factors that are also important. And it's really important for you to be in a place where you know what is healthy, where you know what your boundaries are, where you know what you are deserving of when it comes to relationship. Because if you think you only deserve the bare minimum, that's exactly what you are going to accept. And that's exactly what you are going to attract. So I think it's very, very important for you to establish that within yourself. And also if you're in a relationship, for you to have those conversations with your partner, where you check in on, you know, where's this relationship going? How do you feel in terms of our relationship? What do you think we can do to improve it, to better it? Because there's always going to be room for improvement. But I want to remind you, like I said, having a healthy relationship is possible. Marriage does not have to be a chain around your neck. I can honestly say that the last almost four years now that I've been married to my husband has really been the best four years of my life. Like we've had our ups, we've had our downs, we've had so many changes in our personal lives, which obviously have affected us as individuals, but it really has been a journey of growing together. There's definitely been challenges. We've definitely had our moments where we haven't seen eye to eye, (laughs) mainly about financial decisions, but One thing that I can say is that being able to grow and build your life with someone is such a beautiful thing. And when you're in a relationship where you're both willing to make it work, when you're both willing to make an effort, it makes such a difference. The relationship will grow with ease. It's not gonna be feeling like you've got this big stone on your neck. You're working together. And when you're working together, the load is so much lighter. And that's what I want to remind you of. So I want to know a little bit more about your thoughts. What did you think of this episode? Is there anything that you could relate to? Is there anything that you want me to touch on a little bit more in another episode? Do share with me. I want to know. I feel like I could have gone on for a lot longer, but I'm trying to be short and sweet with these episodes. And I hope you did enjoy it. I hope you took something away from it. And like I always say, feel free to share your opinion with me. Don't be shy. All my contact details will be in the show notes. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I'll be back with you in the next episode.